0: The following is a ray-gun-armed, faster-than-light presentation of GalacticNetcasts.com. Hello. That, uh, that blaster kind of hurt a little bit. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Film School Podcast episode number 12 for December 3rd, 2011. I am the Inter Dave and joining me as always is the leather trench coat wearing Matt Stein.
1: I've never once owned a leather trench coat.
0: It's a reference to the movie.
1: Oh. Go, with it on, <laughs> go
0: with me on this.
1: Whoops. Yep, love leather trench coats.
0: Leather trench coats were a style in the movie that we watched this week, which was Ghost Ghosts of Mars. Uh, this is the podcast where we give you an assignment, watch a sci-fi movie or TV show, then we review it, quiz it, talk about it, and just uh, kind of sum it all up into one pretty package with a bow around it. A nice Christmas package, if you will, since we are in the holiday season.
1: It's Christmas somewhere. I don't know. There's no snow on the ground. It's not Christmas to me yet.
0: There's a little snow where I live. I've got just a tad, but it, it looks like it's warm enough that it's all melting. But, you know, there's various places in the grass where you'll see the snow. That's the extent of my snow where I am right now.
1: I got nothing. It's been raining since, like, 2 this morning.
0: Yep. Yep, it's mace. I think that's pretty much what it is now. Uh, we had the snow earlier, and it's transformed into rain. Makes sense. So, uh, before we get the actual podcast underway, well, actually, we have started the podcast. But before we get into the guts of the movie, your initial kind of Matt Stein at a glance your your thoughts of Ghost of Mars.
1: Ah. Uh... I've seen more interesting things come out of my dog's backside.
0: Wow. That is a strong sentiment, my friend. Very (laughs) strong. Well, the first thing
1: that came to mind would put us into the explicit category. Okay. So I had to think that one through.
0: Thank you for holding back. I appreciate that.
1: I've been trying this new thing called practicing self-control. Very, very very, good.
0: Um, My initial thoughts when I first started watching the movie for maybe the first uh, half hour – were it was a piece of crap um but then i kind of uh put it into i changed my thinking a little bit when i changed my uh why am i having this problem right now why can't i think of the word that i want to think of perspective perspective okay and i had no problem in the pre-show talking about this yeah right okay um <laughs> When I was thinking of it as this cool science fiction movie, I thought the film sucked. But then, when I changed that around a little bit and thought of it as a John Carpenter horror film, I thought it wasn't too bad. I'm not going to say it was great, but I thought of it better in that perspective.
1: And like I told you, I like John Carpenter's... Well, I shouldn't say older. I like a bunch of John Carpenter movies, so... I was pretty let down. I also was forced to kind of watch it in bits and pieces because of the amount of crap I had to do this week, but I don't know.
0: Okay, well, let's start. Let's get into the guts of things here and uh, talk about the assignment this week. It was the uh, 2001 movie Ghosts of Mars, the science fiction action horror film. That's according to IMDb. It's a science (laughs) fiction action horror film, so... Three genres all in one. It was written and directed by John Carpenter, starring Ice Cube, Natasha Natasha, <clears throat> Natasha? Natasha Henstridge, thank you, Jason <laughs> Statham, Pam Greer, Clea Duvall, and Joanna Cassidy. It was a critical and financial failure, garnering only a 20% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. 20%! And it made $14 million from a $28 million budget. So it made half of what, it was, what was put into it. Um, music by John Carpenter and Anthrax. Distributed by Screen Gems, although it was not a gem. And released uh-huh. on August 24, 2001. Although Mars has a day-night cycle, almost identical to the length of Earth's. Uh, most of the film is set at night. Mars is shown only once in the daytime in a flashback when a scientist describes how she found and opened the Pandora's box, unleashing the alien spirits. Spoilers, sorry. <laughs> Much of the film was shot in the uh, New Mexico or in a uh, New Mexican gypsum gypsum mine. The pure white gypsum had to be dyed with thousands of gallons of biodegradable biodegradable red food dye to recreate the Martian landscape. So, I think that's where most of the $28 million went. (laughs) Dyeing the surroundings. So, uh, your review, Matt, tell us in your own words, explain Ghosts of Mars.
1: Uh, So, it's about these two cops on Mars. Only two? Well, the Two of them, the main ones. That's what starts off with the two main ones. that down, Dave. Um, and then they go to transport Ice Cube, who has the sweetest name ever, Desolation Williams. Yes. <laughs> it's black, and it's strong.
0: And it's, um, and it, and it's got an uh, Old West feel to it, too.
1: <laughs> if you just wore a cowboy hat. Yes. Think, um, continue. So yeah, so they go to where he is being held, and everyone's missing, and then that's kind of where the Pandora's box idea comes in, where the the spirits of Mars were let out. Um, They kind of come back, and everyone just starts to die, and then they fight their way out, and... Pretty much the best part of the movie was everyone started dying. Yes.
0: And that's what I thought at first, too, is this movie 's going to be great because she's the only one left. Well, it turns out that it was her and Ice Cube were the only ones that survived. But any movie right. that kills everybody, I'm, I'm all in. <laughs> and another great thing about this film is the decapitations. There was a ton of decapitations in this film and that's another awesome trait to Ghosts of Mars.
1: And I didn't realize how many decapitations really happened until you just mentioned it. Like, yes, yeah, a lot of happened, but...
0: Most of the people that died got de- decapitated in some way.
1: Decapitated?
0: Yeah, that's a hard, a hard word for, for Dave. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, it wasn't, an, it wasn't all bad.
1: I mean, it had redeeming qualities to it. I feel like I might have liked it had I not known John Carpenter did it. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say I liked it. I would have liked it more um, for what it was worth, which is just a terrible, terrible, terrible horror movie. Okay, so on a rating,
0: one one to five, what's your rating? One and a half. Really?
1: Wow. Yeah, and yeah. And that was at a first watch. There's a, there's a lot of things where I have to watch them or, you know, listen to them more than once um, to really appreciate it. And maybe this is the, the same with, but I, I don't know.
0: I think if you take away the seriousness of it and just watch it for fun, I think it's a much better film.
1: Right. No, I, I definitely, if I, if I went into it knowing this is going to be absolutely horrible, I just want a cheap laugh, I probably could have enjoyed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to pay attention to it and, you know, do what I got to do to pass your little quiz. <laughs> pass my little quiz. It's
0: not just yours, Matt. It's for the listeners as well.
1: I pass everyone's tests.
0: All right. Speaking of, well, we're not doing that quite yet. Before we do that, we have to talk about what we learned. All right. The first thing uh, that I learned, and this is all chronological. This is as the movie happened. Uh, We learned right off the bat what the situation was like on Mars. For
2: weeks, rumors have spread across Mars, from outposts to settlements, from town to town. Something that had been buried for centuries has just been uncovered. And as this mysterious force moves across the southern valley... Leaves behind only silence and death.:
0: This movie was really good at explaining what was going on. It did it in a few different places. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how some films, you have to figure it out. you know, you have to use little small clues, you know, sometimes not so obvious. Um, this one, pretty obvious clues as to what was going on. They explained it outright. This is the situation. This is what's happening. And that was the first th- this is before the credits even rolled at the beginning.
1: Right. Yeah, they they dumbed the movie down for the common American. Yep, they did. All they right. Still made no money. <laughs> so what did you learn, Matt? Uh we learned a little something about Ice Cube's character. This prisoner transfer is no sleepwalk. We're picking up
2: James Williams. You mean desolation, Williams? Coolin' as heels in the Shining Canyon jail. Deep solitary. What's the charge this time? Murder. Man's been up on murder three times. He gets off every time in self-defense. It's different this time. Sounds like he finally went psycho. Buku corpse is all mutilated. William shows him at the shining canyon mine with some bizarre ass story. Sends three officers to the matter back before they locked him down.
0: He's starting to see the picture. The dialogue was terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then um, there's, there's some more. Okay. Another yeah, there. this is it right here. Let's play it.
0: Oh, hang on. What's going on? All right. I have to hit the play button. That helps. But it's not playing. Hang on. Give it a second. All
2: right. I know you are thinking some pretty tough hombres. You've had the best training, you have the best gear. you probably think this is some routine prisoner transfer. But that's what I want to bang into your heads. There's nothing routine about this prisoner. We are here to pick up James Desolation Williams. I want y'all jacked, ready, and double tough.
0: Jacked, ready, and double tough, Matt. Those are
1: some futuristic uh, space terms.
0: Apparently. But again, going back to the Western feel, she said "ombres." So.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't even realize what that. What are they trying to do here? Are
0: they, are they trying to do a Western or a space science fiction horror action film? <laughs> they
1: should, they, it's a space horror science fiction action western. Western,
0: okay. They should have included that in the IMDb description. All right, uh, where are we at? Uh, that was clip four. So I have clip five. Uh, we learned why they suspected Desolation Williams of the murder, or of the murders in the rec fac.
2: And Williams is still locked up. What do you mean? Williams was arrested on the suspicion of murdering six rail workers and a payroll courier up at Click 305 Hub Station. The bodies were hung and decapitated, just like the bodies found in the RecFAC. So how'd they pin that on desolation? He showed up here with the courier's payroll. The cashier realized it was a stolen script. They made their arrest. There's got to be a day log here somewhere.
0: By the way, RecFAC, short for Recreation Facility.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, you, nice. Know,
0: you know it's a, a science fiction movie when they shorten words.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, there, there's really no reason. Like, you could say Rec Facility. Yeah. But fac? <laughs> you're really only saving yourself like a third of a second. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. And who says Fac? Who shortens Facility into Fac? Nobody. Yeah, I guess people in the future on Mars.
1: what did you learn Matt Um, we learned what was going on from the doctor All right.
2: in semi-arid regions on earth there are certain organisms that live in small pools that are formed by the annual rains when the pools dry up those organisms can't live but they don't die either they go dormant below the surface away from the hot sun until the next rain cycle begins then they reemerge I think something like that's happening here. I don't understand. Well, whatever used to live here, we woke it up. It takes us, okay? I'm talking about a kind of possession.
0: All right, Doctor Miss <laughs> Know It All. Don't get out. She's get, pretty smart. Don't get all all in my face with it. <laughs> don't freak out on me. Just calm down. But you know, hindsight is twenty-twenty. If I was here, I'd be freaking out too, just from from what, what we eventually learn in this film.
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a good point. Um, but as, as the onlooker, it's always like, like really? Yeah.
0: Okay, and another thing I wanted to bring up is these guys were the dumbest people. These, these guys were the dumbest cops ever. There were so many warning signs. Not, not being able to get a hold of the camp from the train. Nobody being out in the courtyard when they first arrive. Nobody being there at all. Figure it out. Something's going on (laughs) here, and they seemed like, oh, it's all right. You know, not not that big of a deal.
1: (laughs) Uh, I love the way that you put like observations into
0: words. (laughs) What do you mean?
1: I don't know. Just the way you describe
0: things is hilarious to me. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you. I think. Uh, Let's see. Uh, We learned what happens to the humans once they become possessed. Act different.
1: Stand different. Start cutting themselves for decoration. Filing their teeth. Making weapons. Killing what you hadn't (laughs) changed. Cutting people's faces off. Wearing them for masks,
0: cutting people's faces off, wearing them like masks. (laughs) Uh, I love the dramatic
1: music in the background; that really ties it together for
0: me. Well, during that scene, as they were explaining what happens to the people once they become possessed, they showed what they were doing. It was a very uh, graphic, graphic. Yes, graphic is the word with. All capital letters. That's what this movie <laughs> was. It was very graphic.
1: It was something.
0: It was something. But
1: when you, when you only hear the audio of it, it's pretty comical.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, uh, Matt, your
1: turn. We learned the names of the guys who busted out Desolation. <laughs> I love this scene.
2: Well, introduce us to your friends. These are my compadres. Uno, dos, and thres. Uno must be the nice
1: one. <laughs> you got that right, Butchie. I'm not as nice as Desolation, and I'll cut your pieces off.
2: Who's in charge here? here?
0: I know you better let go of my. Heart.
2: Who is in charge here? You. You.
0: <laughs> Did you hear the bones breaking? Yeah,
1: it's funny.
0: Yeah, he 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 was like, uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna be the one owning you. Sister or whatever, and then she's she in her her mad martial arts skills. I think Turn the I think tough. I know where some of this money went for the budget of this film is training <laughs> Natasha Natasha <Henstridge laughs> Natasha martial arts because she
1: was really good. I it looked like. Oh no! I I agree. I mean, she was <sighs> for. Looking at the acting on a whole, she was probably one of the best.
0: Yeah. If not acting, at least the martial arts skills.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty funny, (sighs) though. All
0: right, Uh, where are we at? Um, We learned, well, I'm not exactly sure what we learned from this clip. You know, I really
2: don't understand you at all, Desolation. The only one looking out for me is me. Doesn't that bother you? Nothing bothers me. I stopped worrying a long time ago. Don't you believe in anything? I believe in staying alive. Yeah, but for what? Stick around, I might let you know one day. When? When the tide is high and the water's rising.
0: That was one of the weirdest scenes ever because it was like she asked a question and then he answered it with something completely different.
1: Yes. And it was, it was like a series of non-related, contradicting sentences. <laughs> exactly. It was like they were having two separate
0: conversations. Yep. Sort of.
1: Oh, and that was funny. I was trying to follow it really closely, and it's like, huh?
0: Yeah, I know. Very confusing. Although that last thing that Desolation Jones said did come in handy later on in the film. And that was kind of cool how he used that as code for her.
1: I'm, I can't remember it but. Well, that one
0: scene where she's outside um because she was possessed oh okay, and then the spirits left her body because of the thing that she they, that he did to her um and then she wants to get back into the facility and she comes back with that uh what he just said there in that scene, the tide is high and the whatever mm-hmm. the water's rising.
1: Yes, I remember it now. Okay. Oh, you're so so good, Dave.
0: Well, I watched it all the way through, unlike some people.
1: I watched it all the way through. It just took me a few times through to get all the way through. Yes, I understand.
0: All right. So, where are we exactly here? Oh, it's your turn, isn't it?
1: Oh, crap. The doc just closed on me. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on.
0: (laughs) I think I'll keep that in. I will not edit that part out. That was fun. Don't do it.
1: You You don't have to take that out. Uh, da, da, da. We learned from Melanie's drug trip what the Martians want. Okay.
0: I had a glimpse
2: of the Martians, of their minds, of what they want. They won't rest short of the destruction of any invading species. As far as they're concerned, we are the invaders.
0: By the way, uh, I want to take the drugs that she was taking because her images were awesome. She had a lot of water, she had the ocean. What was it? The ocean.
1: There was. I want to say there was a river involved too. They were very calming for what was happening.
0: Yeah. And then, and then there's a scene of the of the uh, space. There was a space scene with a planet. Yes. Very cool. All right. So one final observation. One one final thing that we learned. We learned how they were going to finally destroy the Martians. I think this is the right clip here if we blew up the nuclear
2: power station what would happen i mean there'd be a huge explosion right no not unless you retract the control rods and expose the core then what well then you'd have a small atomic bomb going boom how small i don't know and blow out a radius of a mile maybe two would it kill them It'd certainly destroy their human hosts, but as for them, hell, I don't
0: know. You know, their science in this movie. That might be wrong. I don't think it's that easy to make a nuclear explosion from a nuclear power plant.
1: Yeah, that's, um, that's a, jo- a common misconception, in my opinion. Yeah. Blowing up a nuclear power plant does not create a nuclear explosion. No, uh-uh but what do i know i'm not a scientist well uh,
0: if that were yeah. the case then fukushima in japan probably would have blown up during the during the earthquake and the tsunami la- or earlier this year
1: i'm pretty sure a good chunk of that side of the world would be missing yeah <laughs> if that was the uh yeah
0: all right so not the best at science this movie
1: <laughs> no but there's a lot of things in which um that's kind of the problem.
0: You have to suspend a lot of disbelief sometimes. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see how much you are paying attention, Matt. Let's do the quiz. We should really name this something.
1: Like a cool quiz name. 12,000. Ha huh, what? Was on 12,000? I don't know.
0: No, something that relates to what it is. It's a quiz, but I, I mean, I don't want to use the word quiz or test. Something sci-fi related. Feat of knowledge. What? Like feats of strength. Oh, yeah, feats! Feats of, feats of knowledge. Okay, I'll think about that. I don't know. All right. So this is the section where we learn how much Matt learned and you learned if you watched the film. If you're, listening to, or if you're listening to this podcast and watch the film. So play along at home. Are you ready, Matt? Yes. Are you sitting comfortably? I believe I am. All right. Just got to make sure before we start.
1: I appreciate that.
0: No problem. Question one. What year, this is multiple choice, by the way. This is one of only a couple multiple choice. Yeah, one of two multiple choices. Uh, what year did this movie take place? And this is, like, right off the bat. Like, one of the first things they show in this film. Was it... Was it A, 2175? B, 2176? Or C, 2177? It's a crapshoot. What's that? It's a crapshoot. I know that you probably don't know this for sure. Well,
1: I, Knowing you... I should have known you would have like when they're multiple choice they're not easy. Like you don't make them real obvious. Yeah. No. That's just that's just me whining because I'm not entirely sure of the answer. Uh, I'm gonna go with 2177. 70. 2177. That is
0: your final answer. Yes, sir. All right.
1: That is
0: incorrect, my friend. It's 2176.
1: Ah! I thought the middle one would be too easy, too obvious. <sighs>
0: You thought it through too much, I think.
1: I I tend to do that, but whatever.
0: Yeah. All right. Next question. What was the name of the drug that Melanie was taking? What was the name of the drug that Melanie was taking? And this is not multiple choice. Uh... I'll make it easier for you, I think. It's one word.
1: Nah, it won't make me. It won't make me. Okay,
0: it's one word that's a common word. It's not a made-up word.
1: <sighs>
0: that's not going to help? <laughs> no, not
1: really. Um, yeah, like I said, this movie was not not. See, this me. goes back to a previous conversation
0: that we've had. <laughs> no, that if it's previous A previous conversation that, we've had a few times. If, if it's a movie that you don't like, then you do worse on the quiz.
1: Yeah, um... I feel like saying like acid is is too easy. Yeah, that's
0: it. it it's not a it's not a common it's not a common drug, drug word. word today, but it's a common right. word that we use. I
1: don't know chronolite. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the answer is clear. Oh, she was taking clear, and it was mentioned a few times too. Yes. At least two times. All right. uh, Moving on to question three. By the way, we have seven questions. So this is kind of a short quiz this time. How long did Helena say it would be until Mars was going to have Earth-like air? How long did Helena say it would be until Mars was going to have Earth-like air? Okay, I'm gonna make this multiple choice. It's it's not it wasn't originally multiple choice, but I'm gonna make it that way, alright? Okay? Yeah, I'm having hard time. Was it A, ten years, B, seven years, or C seventeen
1: years? I'm gonna go it's either ten or seven. I don't know it wasn't seventeen. Um I'm gonna go with ten years.
0: And you chose correctly, my friend. All right, I gotta stop being easy on you.
1: Yeah, uh, whatever. Well, because you don't—you don't have to make them multiple choice. So. I shouldn't
0: feel bad because you like almost aced, or you pretty much aced the last two tests we did. One of yes. them, you got every single answer right. Yes. So I shouldn't be easy on you.
1: You do not feel bad for me. Okay,
0: I won't. You're a bastard. All right. So who was the first person from the security team to be killed? Um, oh you could say the actor's name, too.
1: I I think it wasn't it. Jason Statham Jericho. Is that his name?
0: Are you sure? No, but that's my guess. Think about it a little bit more.
1: <laughs> it was a chick, wasn't it?
0: See, I'm helping you again. Damn it. Stop doing what
1: well, trying to think. Ah, oh, man. Um, can't think of... Five,
0: four, three... Two. One. Sam Greer. Well, hang on, hang on, no, hang on. That was...
1: <laughs> right. yes!
0: I had the, the loser trombone queued up for your other answer, sorry.
1: Thanks.
0: All right, next oh, one is multiple choice.
1: Okay, so I'm two and two right now. Yeah. Three left. Yep. Okay.
0: What time was the train coming back? Was it A, 2100 hours? B, 2,300 hours or C, 2,200 hours? C,
1: 2,200 hours.
0: All right. Quickly gaining back uh, some ground that you lost. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Question six. What was Lieutenant Ballard's plan B? What was when they got to the train station? Um... Desolation Jones says, what was your plan B? So what
1: was Lieutenant Ballard's plan B? Nothing comes to mind. My guess will be run like hell.
0: Same as plan A. That was her plan B. Same as plan A.
1: (laughs) That is awesome.
0: That was kind of a bad question. I apologize. All right.
1: That's fine. So just so you know, if you're keeping tabs, I have to get this one right to pass. Okay. Assuming we're going on a fifty percent pass fail. Yeah, that's how
0: we do it. Yep. Okay.
1: So uh, final question,
0: and I think I'm pretty confident you'll get this one.
1: Oh, see, now you're gonna get. I'm gonna get a big head. Now I'm nervous. Well, we shall see.
0: Here we go. Question seven: How did they get the possession out of Melanie. How did they get the possession out of Melanie?
1: Um, do not know. Really? Punched her in the face. Oh my god! I, don't,
0: <laughs> I can't believe that you don't know this one. Uh, This is one of those ones I kind of debated asking because I thought it was too obvious.
1: Yeah, I don't even... Okay. I don't know.
0: Oh, hang on. (laughs) I'll take it. And the
1: answer is, I don't know. Uh. They
0: gave her that... One of those pills that she was taking. One of uh, a, a dose of clear. They gave her a dose of clear.
1: Ugh, I don't even remember that. Remember because
0: might... the they said that uh, the possessions wouldn't like that. You know. Yeah. It it was kind of the same way that they killed the aliens in um, the day. De- no, not the day the Earth stood still. The uh, war, of the worlds, kind of, sort of.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, All I'm right. gonna go ahead and blame my school for this. Yeah, uh, you do
0: have school. Uh, you had, I you do a,
1: I an exam this week. So. Oh wow!
0: So we had competing tests going on. We had uh, we had this test and your your actual school test.
1: It was trigonometry. So yeah, completely different things. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and probably
0: a lot harder than this test.
1: Uh, you know what? This one was probably harder. (laughs) All
0: right. So uh, you lost. This is your first uh, loss in quite a while. Um, I hope that doesn't make you feel too bad.
1: I might cry a little bit, actually. No, you can't win them all.
0: All right, good attitude, good attitude. All right, so let's wrap this thing up with our favorite parts and observations. I've got a few, and I I think I mentioned this either in our pre-show or earlier. Did I actually mention this in the podcast? You can always tell the John Carpenter film by the music?
1: It was in the pre-show. Okay.
0: Yeah, you can always tell a John Carpenter film by the music. He did, he composed the music. He wrote and I th- maybe even performed. I have no idea. But uh, it's his music in this. And this movie was released in 2001 and the music sounded dated. It sounded very uh, early 90s, late 80s, kind of. <laughs> did not sound modern. Until, no. they, until Anthrax kicked in at the end. Then it was like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> no. All right. I always get this movie in pitch black mixed up for some reason. Um, was stupid how they didn't suspect anything when the train engineers couldn't reach Shining Canyon. Um, everybody knows how to use guns. But, but that's... <laughs> You're just born with the knowledge of
1: how to shoot a gun. Serious.
0: Well, that's, this is the way it is with every movie. Everybody seems to always know how to use a gun, especially in these types of movies where there's a lot of shooting going on.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm, and in any situation where someone hands you a gun and says, do you know how to use this, they never say, you know what, I don't.
0: <laughs> they should do that more, though. Yeah. To, to make this it more realistic. be like,
1: yeah, no, I'm going to pass. This.
0: Like, me and you probably could maybe, I mean, I, I've shot guns, I was in the military, and you've probably hunted in your life. Yes. But there are some people in the world, especially, like, urban dwellers, maybe New York City, that would have no exposure to guns. So
1: Yeah, I, I know um, my wife has not shot a gun. She wants to, but I'm pretty sure if I handed her a gun and I was like, defend us, might as well just hang it up. Right. Meaning she's not going to protect me. Yeah, probably going to hurt herself. I feel like she's one of those people where she wouldn't hold it like steady enough, in the recoil just smack herself in the head. Yeah,
0: and and knowing your wife, I think I kind of have to agree with that.
1: <laughs> she. I mean, she's not she's not
0: weak, but no, I don't no, think she no. fully. She just wouldn't be able to con- uh, handle the concept of the gun.
1: Nope. I'm pretty sure she would underestimate the recoil and mm-hmm. it would it would end in hilarity and then we would both die. Yeah. yeah.
0: Shooting guns that you see in TV shows and movies not as it, it it's not that easy. It looks a lot easier in in films and TV shows than it actually is in real life.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: All right. So, other observations. That's that's pretty much a meme in all films is everybody knows how to use guns. Another meme that I I wanted to mention this earlier in the quiz. You know the the name of that drug clear? Yeah. I just I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before how they make up drug names for movies all the time.
1: Oh no, all the yeah, all the time. I don't know why they just can't use existing ones. Yeah, it's always
0: these these other drugs that are only in the future.
1: Yep. <laughs> They're future drugs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we should do a whole podcast dedicated to future drugs. That would be awesome. <laughs>
1: I'm going to get really high on some clear in uh, 130 yeah. years.
0: Um in Battlestar Galactica it was stims that was short for uh stimulant. Um and just I'm sure that we could come up with a long list of made up drug names from from futuristic movies.
1: Oh, easily. Easily. There's nothing that comes to mind right now, but guaranteed if I give me an hour <laughs> to scour some shows, I'm pretty sure I can find uh a lot of crap.
0: Another uh, observation I had was all the decapitation. It was everywhere, and pretty much all the characters that died either died from their decap- decapitation, or I know one of the guys got his hand chopped off, but kept on going for a little bit, for a little while at least. I think they left him outside.
1: Yes, I, I do remember. This is one of the few parts I remember. Yeah.
0: It's all right. just like, yeah,
1: have fun. Then and then,
0: and then uh, I mentioned this at the top of the show. For what it was, a cheap horror film, it wasn't a bad movie. You kind of disagree with that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I like horror movies a whole lot more than you do, so I, I take a completely different stance going into it than you do. So
0: Okay, all right. Well, we'll we'll agree to disagree on that.
1: Yes. No, it's not the first time. It probably won't be the last time either.
0: So what are your favorite parts and observations from this film?
1: Observations, all of the decapitations. That was awesome. I, I know. I loved that. I, the, uh, I'd have to agree um, kind of with what you said about the gun thing. A lot of things that you mention them make a lot more sense. Because there's things I think of, and then when you say them, it's like reassuring <laughs> that I thought of that too. Well, okay, I, I do
0: a lot more planning, I do a lot more, um, I, pick this, I pick the movies apart more than you do, because I have to come up with these sound clips, I have to come up with the quiz questions, so I, I tend to know the movie a little bit more than you do.
1: Right, which is fine. That's, um, you're the man with the master plan.
0: <laughs> That's almost as cool as Desolation Jones, for a name.
1: I might change my name to Desolation Jones. I think you should. Hey, I know you just went through all that trouble of getting your last name changed, but we're changing it again. <laughs> You're going to be Mrs. Desolation Jones. <laughs> Mrs. Desolation Jones. Yes. Uh, I bet you she hits me twice when I tell her that. Yes.
0: Uh, all right. So are you ready for next week's assignment?
1: Oh, boy, am
0: I. You are going to love this, my friend. I already read it. We are going to do the 1984 movie that started the whole franchise, the original Terminator, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton.
1: I'm excited. Yeah,
0: this is actually, for the first, first time in a long time, a good movie.
1: And not only that, but there is a band called Austrian Death Machine... Oh, yeah, I forgot well,
0: that you like those guys.
1: Yes, they have a new CD coming out on Tuesday, their Christmas album called Jingle All The Way. So this is perfect timing. Yes, it is. I love me some Austrian Death Machine.
0: All right, so, uh, yeah, if you want to follow along and listen to next week's podcast, make sure that you watch Terminator. It's currently available on Netflix. Um, before we go, I want to mention that we are available on... Stitcher Smart Radio, if you're not familiar with that, what that is. It is an app that you put on your mobile device, like your iPhone, your BlackBerry, if you have a BlackBerry, your, uh, actually, WebOS, not too many WebOS devices yet, but they're out here, out there. Um, basically, it's an app that streams the podcasts. You don't have to use space on your phone. You don't have to download anything. You don't have to hook your phone up to iTunes to get the uh, podcast. All you do is you download Stitcher Smart Radio, look for it in your App Store, and then uh, uh, open the app and search for the Sci-Fi Film School podcast. You'll find it, and whenever you open the app, it'll download or you can play it right there on the app. It's very very easy, convenient to use. Um, Let's see what else. Um, Do you want to mention how people can get a
1: hold of us and leave us comments? Or leave us feedback, man.
2: Uh,
1: you can leave feedback by emailing galacticnetcasts at gmail.com. Uh, leave a voicemail, 805-328-3966. Um, let us know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, if you want to hear more of Dave, less of me, more of me, less of Dave. You want us to get like a third person, maybe, uh, like a, a lookie. A dog <laughs> that would uh,
0: make that 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 would make a, 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 the podcast un, unlistenable because the Wookiee would just be making noises through the entire <laughs> thing. yeah it would be very distracting so I'm I'm
1: am ag- <laughs> against could, because we don't because we're not distracting as is yeah I'm
0: um, ag- I'm against that idea totally <laughs> all
1: right so maybe no no Wookies. no Wookies. So, but
0: um, but if 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 you have uh, differing opinions on the movies that we talk about and our views on them. Please let us know you can um like uh, like Matt said, leave us uh, email feedback. Um, you can go to the actual website too leave a comment in the blog. That'd be easy.
1: yeah, the, yeah the, you know yeah, yeah. I mean, tell us why we're dumb or why we're <laughs> awesome. Really awesome. All
0: right, uh, we're also on Twitter at Galactic Netcast. facebook.com slash Netcast, or search for us on Google+. And uh, if you use iTunes, uh, please leave us a five-star ranking and a comment as well. So, um, any final thoughts before we leave?
1: Not not really. Not at all. But
0: you're excited for next week?
1: Oh, I'm super excited. I'm super excited. I just started to think about Terminator and all the fun things that Arnold Schwarzenegger has brought into my life.
0: Alright, so uh, tune in next week for that, and thanks for listening. Until next time, I want you all jacked, ready, and double tough. (laughs) This has been a presentation of Galactic Netcasts. To subscribe to this and our other podcasts, go to galacticnetcasts.com.